Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and for the next half hour today, we're going to continue our study from the Book of Romans. Have you ever had a fight in your car about which radio station you're going to listen to? We all know that ultimately whoever has their hand on the dial determines what everyone listens to. And today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to explain the process for giving up the metaphorical control of the radio of our own lives so that we can be led guided and directed by the Lord. He has a lot of great practical material today to share with us. So let's get started. Here is Rabbi Schneider from the beautiful mountains of Colorado. We have been looking at the fact that we have literally received God's divine nature. We've received what the scripture calls his Zoe life, the uncreated supernatural life of God. I was in chapter number eight and I left off in verse number 10 and 11. Hear the word of God, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord, beloved child of his, abides forever. Hear God's word to you. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the spirit is alive because of righteousness. What does this mean? That this body is corruptible. When Adam and Eve sinned, their body eventually died and we're their offspring. And so our bodies will eventually die because of sin. And yet we have an inner nature, what the Bible calls our inner man. And in our inner man, we received God's spirit and our inner man, because of God's spirit, is gonna live forever. I remember years ago how this truth so vitally struck me. I was going through a season in my life, I'd already been a believer for three years. I became a believer, as some of you know, in 1978. And I was going through a phase of even deeper commitment, deeper repentance. And I was sitting in a chair one morning, having a cup of tea, and I remember it clearly because the tea was replacing the cigarettes that I had given up because the Lord was convicting me. I want you to give up those cigarettes now. He was showing me that you feel empty and you reach for a cigarette to try to fill that emptiness. But what you're really doing is you're trying to fill the emptiness with death. And every time you take in that big whiff from the cigarette and inhale that smoke, you're not receiving the life that you're craving for through that cigarette. You're actually filling yourself with death. So I decided by the grace of God, it's time to get rid of those things and start looking to the Lord for life rather than the cigarette. Think about the different nature. The cigarette was trying to fulfill the nature of the flesh, right? It wasn't spirit life. It was trying to fulfill the flesh nature. And the Bible says, he that puts their mind on the flesh will reap death. But I repented, I'm sitting in the chair, I'm having tea, to calm myself a little bit since I was a little, you know, antsy as a result of giving up the cigarettes. And I'm not expecting anything to happen. I'm just sipping my tea. I'm listening to some music, thinking about the Lord, but not expecting anything to happen. Suddenly, unexpectedly, the spirit of Elohim, the spirit of the living God visibly manifested above my head. 
I don't know how I saw. Obviously, I saw, but it wasn't with these eyes. It was with my spirit eyes, but it was as visible and as clear as if it was being seen through my physical eyes. And the spirit of life that appeared above my head, he was moving in just a swooshing motion, and he was composed of all the colors of a rainbow. And then the spirit of life came through my head. I couldn't have stopped it from happening, and neither did I make it happen. It was a sudden, sovereign act of the Lord. Then his spirit of Zoe life, uncreated life, came through my head, and he came inside me. And I literally felt the place inside me that he came into. And the reason I tell you that right now is because at that instant when the spirit of life came through my head, he bypassed my brain and he went into my inner man. And at that moment, church, beloved saints, I knew that I had an inner man. And then my inner man wasn't my brain, it wasn't my body, it was someplace deep inside me. So this is what Paul is saying here. The body is dead, the body is gonna pass away, but in our inner man, if the spirit of raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he's saying here, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit. And so we have God's spirit in our inner man And if we have his spirit within us, we'll also give life and health to our physical bodies. And so I believe personally that God's spirit flows through my blood. He imparts, I believe, his health and life to me through my blood. There's a lot of mysteries regarding divine healing of our physical bodies, and this isn't a series on divine healing. But we know that Yeshua's death on the cross made provision for the physical healing of our bodies. And the reason that we know this is right after Jesus preached his longest sermon in Matthew chapter five through seven, which is oftentimes referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. After Jesus preached that sermon, he began coming down from the mountain. And as soon as he began coming down from the mountain, people began to come up to him for a physical healing need. This person came up, Jesus healed them. Then somebody else came up, Jesus healed them. Then somebody else came up, Jesus healed them. And then we get to the beginning of Matthew 8. And it says that they brought to him people with every type of infirmity and every type of disease. And it says, and Yeshua healed them all. And then Matthew says, this was in fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy And then Matthew quoted Isaiah 53. And Isaiah 53, beloved, is about the atonement of Jesus. It's about Jesus dying on the cross and taking our sin in his own body on the tree to atone for our sin by his blood. And in that same chapter, it speaks of how Yeshua took our sickness in his own body and made us whole by his stripes. So the same death of our Savior that atoned for our sin also made provision for the healing of our body. And so we find a reference to this in verse number 11 of Romans 8. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life, life, life in you and over you, I speak, to your mortal bodies through his spirit 
that dwells in you. And so, Father, we thank you for your spirit that lives in us and is manifest upon us, imparting life and your divine nature of health to our mortal bodies. And Father, I ask you, we ask you to sustain these bodies of flesh with supernatural life and health by your spirit through the blood of Jesus and through his stripes all the days of our lives. Can you say amen with me? Amen, amen. By his stripes, the scripture says, we are healed. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And now Rabbi has a special message for our monthly partners. Shalom, my beloved Mishpocha, that's Hebrew for family, my beloved monthly partners. I wanna thank you from the depths of my heart for financially supporting this ministry. Your contribution is truly making a difference. It's a partnership because without you, we can't get the word out. Because of you, we are seeing people come to faith every single week. We get testimonies of people being healed of physical problems, even delivered of things like depression, suicide, homosexuality, you name it. God sends forth his word and it doesn't return void. Thank you for letting us broadcast the kingdom through television, radio, podcast, YouTube, Amazon, Apple, Roku, and more. I couldn't do without you. Thank you for your love and financial support. Like Rabbi said, we couldn't do this without you. Thank you. And now back to today's message. Paul is switching gears for a moment. He says, so then brethren, we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. And we've talked about this. For if you're living according to the flesh, you must die. But get this now. But if by the spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Notice I've been talking about the warfare that we're in. Listen to what Paul says. We have God's spirit that's in us. Paul just got done saying it. The spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And because of that, you're alive to righteousness in him. But it's not an automatic thing that our life just changes without any effort on our part because Paul tells us in verse number 13 that we have to, by the spirit, put to death the deeds of the flesh. Listen, if by the spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. We're not under obligation to fulfill the lust of the body, but we're called to subdue the lust of the body and the passions of the body by the spirit. Let me give you an example that we can all relate to. One of the principles of our body life is impatience. The spirit is patient. Love is gentle. Love is patient. Love is kind. But the flesh is agitated. And the flesh sets its mind on what it wants. And if it doesn't get what it wants right now, it gets upset. That's the flesh nature. We have to put to death malice, gossip, slander, coarse jesting. That's all from the flesh nature. The flesh has its own life. We put it to death by the spirit and we're called to put it to death. If you don't have discernment that you can't separate what's of the flesh and what's of the spirit, beloved, you're walking like a blind person. The Bible says the word of God is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, that it judges the thoughts and intentions of men and it separates the soul from the spirit. 
So we have to have discernment as to what's of the spirit and what's of our lower nature. And then we have to agree with the spirit, hang on to the spirit, warfare by the spirit and subdue the deeds of the flesh. And if we're on that trajectory, if that's the path that we're on in our lifestyle, Paul says we're gonna reap love and joy and everlasting life. But if we're yielding to the flesh and making excuses for ourselves, we're gonna reap corruption and death. So let's listen. For if you're living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the spirit you're putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The question is, are we being led by the spirit of God? This is a mystical approach to life, beloved. Jesus said to Nicodemus, are you a teacher of Israel and don't understand what I'm talking about? The spirit blows where it wishes. And you don't know where it's coming in John chapter three, Jesus said, or where it's going. So it is with everyone that's born of the spirit. You see, we need to learn how to be able to discern the motion and the leading of the Ruach HaKodesh in our life. We need to learn how to follow the Spirit. Think about this. Just pause for a moment and think with me. The early believers, the first Christians, did they have the written word of God like you and I do today? No. They didn't have Paul's letters that they had in a leather-bound book. Most of them didn't have a copy of the Torah or the Old Testament prophets. It was passed on to them, the message orally. So how did they in their life obey the principle of God's word? How did they obey the Lord? They did it, beloved, by learning how to be led by the Spirit. They learn how to be sensitive to the Spirit. The Bible tells us that those of us that are mature in the Lord have gained the discernment to be able to separate good and evil, to know the difference, how to be led by the Spirit. See, the Bible says that God's Spirit bears witness with your spirit and my spirit that He's alive, that Jesus is the Son, and also His Spirit bears witness to our spirit as to what's truth. And we either have like a prompting to do something or say something that's from the Lord that we can learn how to discern the Lord is prompting us to move forward in a certain course of action. Or when we're sensitive, we can have a check in our heart or our spirit and the Holy Spirit is telling us, no, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't go there. Don't purchase that thing. It's a learning how to be led by the Spirit. And this involves getting in touch with our inner man, because the spirit is inside us. He bears witness with our spirit. And so the Bible says those that are being led in the supernatural life of being led by God's spirit, these are really the sons of God. It's not just about quoting Bible verses. Even the devil can quote Bible verses. It's walking in resurrection life. It's walking in newness of life. And so I just want to dig this up because Jesus said, if, you're, if my spirit's in you, again, rivers of living water are going to come out of your innermost being. 
And I wanna really help you to understand how important it is to spend time every day just sitting before the Lord silently and listening to soft, gentle worship music. Why do I say soft, gentle worship music? Because the Holy Spirit is by nature gentle. And if we're gonna get in touch with the leading of the Spirit, we're gonna have to learn how to get in touch with His gentleness. There are some Christians that they just wanna always, you know, listen to warfare music. They wanna always listen to, you know, high volume praise music. And there's a place for both. But first and foremost, the Holy Spirit speaks to us in a still, small voice. He's not in the earthquake most of the time. He's not in a violent storm most of the time. He's in a still, small voice. The Holy Spirit is gentle by nature. And so if we're gonna get in touch with the Holy Spirit, we need to calm ourselves, bring ourselves into a place of stillness and silence and peace. And this can be practiced and learned. And it's something that we can discipline ourselves to grow in by taking time, preferably in the morning every day, just to read some scripture, read some devotional material, and then just sit before the Lord with gentle, scriptural, beautiful, again, gentle music, soft. And this will help you throughout the day be in touch with that still, small, gentle voice of the Holy Spirit's leading so that you can be trained how to be led by the Spirit of God. Again, Paul says here, those that are being led by the Spirit of God in verse 14, these are the sons of God. The Spirit also leads us, beloved, we find in Acts chapter two, through prophecy and dreams. Because when those first disciples received the Holy Spirit, Peter said, what you're seeing, because the people that had received the Spirit had been so overwhelmed, they almost looked like they were drunk. Peter said, these guys aren't drunk. What you're seeing, Peter said, is what was prophesied in Joel chapter two. And then Peter quoted Joel chapter two. And he said this in quoting Joel, in the last day saith the Lord, I will pour forth my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. So we can be led by the spirit by paying attention to maybe a prophetic word that a friend will give us, by paying attention to our dreams at night, because sometimes the Spirit will speak to us through our dreams at night, and by paying attention to simple pictures that the Lord might put in your mind, that if you're not paying attention, you might not even recognize that you're seeing a vision of the Spirit. But we're called to be led by the Spirit that begins with paying attention to the internal witness and then beloved vows into prophecy, dreams, and visions. You're listening to the Bible teaching ministry of Rabbi Schneider right here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. If you'd like to learn more about this nonprofit ministry, we would like to invite you to visit us online. You'll find us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And well, as Rabbi said today, we're to be led by the Spirit. And if you're sensing that the Spirit is calling you to partner with us, we would love to hear from you. Every 
year, we designate February as a season when we celebrate our monthly partners. And if you support us or have supported us in the past, we would like to give you a big thanks. It's been a great year and the Lord is doing a great work through Rabbi and our whole team as we strive to take the word to the most remote parts of the world. We could not do it without friends like you who have caught the vision. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It's Rabbi's purpose to make the gospel clear and easy to understand. And we believe that's why so many of our listeners say that they've grown so much in their faith. And the real fruits of this ministry are the lives who are changed and transformed by Rabbi's uncompromising approach to teaching God's Word. So to share a little bit more about that, here is Rabbi once again. Beloved, in journeying through the book of Romans, we discover the key truths relating to our salvation. Paul begins by telling us the whole world is guilty before the Lord and that no man can save himself by his good works. Then Paul introduces the grace of the Lord through the person of Messiah Yeshua. Finally, at the end of the book of Romans, beginning in chapter 12, Paul tells us how you and I ought to respond to this great grace that Father God has given us. Paul urges us to offer up to the Lord our bodies as a living sacrifice. And he tells us next not to be conformed to this world. This ought to affect every area of our lives, including, beloved ones, our finances. If you're not fully offering to the Lord a sacrifice of praise with your finances, or if this ministry is blessing you by the Father's grace and you have not yet offered up to Him a sacrifice of praise financially through it, I simply want to ask you, beloved one, to do that today. To partner with us this year, please call 800-777-7835. You can also give a financial gift in the mail when you send your check to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or you can also give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your partnership with this nonprofit ministry is vitally important, not only during this special month where we focus on our partners, but every month of the year. And as our way of saying thank you for your generous donations, you'll receive a personal prayer call from someone on our team who will equip, encourage, and pray with you. You'll also receive an engaging and insightful newsletter from Rabbi Schneider that's prepared each month month, especially for you. We look forward to a new season of ministry and for you standing with us in prayer and financial support. And now let's close today's message with a special blessing. What I love about the ironic blessing is that it did not originate with man. The words actually proceeded from the very essence of God himself. The blessing comes from the book of Numbers chapter 6. So listen to these words and receive the blessing of the Lord into your life today. Yahweh, 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 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shares a special Partners Month message with us. We'll be discovering the Remnant Call Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.